podcast listeners. It is I, Golden J, and with me as always, I got Chico Noise and the Skywalker hanging out here at the Golden Mojo Entertainment Complex. So and we're happy says. you're here. Do that's what it says right on the, says on the wall. That's right. Gentlemen, it's been a minute. Father. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my father. <laughs> oh, I uh, I don't know if anybody out there is listening to uh, the United States of Paranormal, but I just cannot stop listening to the Dallas Chiller Filler. I've listened to it like four <laughs> times, and I laugh my ass off every stinking time. It was such a good. It was such a good time. Oh, the blast! The, the audio come back so well. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. So what's been going on, boys? Nothing. Nothing at all. He's such a liar. He's That's been true. the busiest. Know, all of busy. us here. I'm always busy. That's good for you. Just take it day by day. That's all you can do. One step at a time. And then keep lists so you can keep all your shit in order. I don't do that either. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Uh, I think I talked to him earlier or or late last week, I'm like, hey, don't forget we're recording on Sunday. Can we make it at 4 o'clock? And he's like, we're recording on Sunday? <laughs> we even have a schedule. And I, I looked, I was like, it does say the 21st. Mm, yes, it does. Our backlog is gone, guys. Yep, we got we to gotta knock some of this shit out so we can get caught up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, That's- next week... On Golden Image Vintage, I do believe we have another episode of Laura Balky coming out with the Young Guns. Ooh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? To, you don't want to hear your pre-adolescent voice coming through? I couldn't <laughs> listen to the Abel's Laughter episode. <laughs> I couldn't listen to the Filth and Majesty episode. Oh, the Filth and Majesty one turned out really, really good. If you listen to it, and you, know, you get past that audio at the very beginning where it's a little sketch, but um, the rest of the interview actually turned out really well. Those guys were really easy. It sounded like they were really easy to work with. And oh yeah, from and, what I uh, remember, yeah. But the Abel's laughter that was just a, that was just a bunch of nonsense and insane. It was just oh, it drove me crazy. It was chaos. <laughs> the chaos. You just wanted to reach through the radio, through the window, and just smack that shithead with the <laughs> keyboard. Just stop it! Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't listen to either of them. Mm, insane. So yeah, there you go. That's what's coming up next week uh, on the vintage episode. We're excited. But today we're going to talk about something that I have been so excited and extremely nervous about talking about here on the show. Because I want to make sure we do it major justice because it was the most amazing thing that I've done in a long time. Besides the drive and the... <laughs> you know, honestly, the drive was not that bad. Maybe because I actually got to sleep on the drive down. But Yeah, yeah in the backseat, he slept most of the way there. And then the way home, he, him and Andy just just chatted it up in the front seat for like 10 hours. <laughs> well, let me tell you, man. I When we were on our way down, I popped my headphones on, I turned on Spotify, and I turned on Lo-Fi. Five minutes later, I, I was out. <laughs> like, yeah. 
So we are calling this episode Hotel Hallway, Dallas, Texas, 3 a.m., which is one of my favorite lines from the band that we went to see, my favorite band of all time, Flicker Stick. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They've been broke up for, what, was it 18 years, I think? 18. 18 years. The original band was was not together. And through the power of Facebook, of all things, and somebody actually starting a reunion, wanting a reunion Facebook page, and people joining, and then the actual band members from Flickerstick, the original, joining this group. And it was really cool when it first started, because I don't, I don't know how I fell into it. It was completely accidental, but I jumped on there really early on. And it was cool because then, like, Brandon joined, and then Corey joined, and Dominic joined, and, and they start interacting with the fans, and it was like, holy crap, that's that's really Brandon Lee that's just talking on here. And I remember when we first hit COVID and they did that first um, live stream with him, and I can't remember exactly what the place was called, and I'm, I wish I had looked that up but i forgot but i remember after watching that i actually i am'd him on facebook and he responded to me and and it was you know totally fangirled out when it came to that (laughs) shit i was like are you kidding me yeah it, it i think it was just after covid hit that you we were talking on the phone and you're like hey are you part of this flicker stick page I was like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you you added me to it, and then everything just blew up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was incredible. It's 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 really hard to believe that you can take a Facebook page like that, and, and it just exploded, and it turned into an actual reunion show. And I, it's interesting because when they ended up getting – the rights back from Sony. Well, they, uh, from my understanding, they always had the rights. They when when they left their contract, they were supposed to have it, have all the rights back. But Sony wouldn't take their little grubby hands off of it. So Corey went and you know fought the good fight to get it back. And as soon as they did that, then they released it on on vinyl, and they released it on Spotify. And I remember the conversation that they were having online about. You know, like in the first couple days, they already had over a thousand streams on the whole entire album. And there was something about 500,000 streams or something of that. And then, you know, Corey made the comment, well, if you get 500,000 streams, then maybe there'll be a a reunion show. And of course, then I just listened to it every day. I streamed it every day, two, three times a day. And, you know, it don't matter to me because I love that album. Well, if I remember right, he did put the stipulation on it that it had to be... By the end of the year. Yeah, it was it was right. there was a certain mark of like August or September or something. Yeah, I remember that. But uh it didn't matter. I don't know that they made the five hundred thousand streams. I don't even know if they're up to that now, but there was just so much dem I don't I wanna I don't wanna say demand. I guess with the release of the vinyl and the and the pre sale and you know, they only did what, six hundred and 600 copies that actually went out. They did a few that were numbered that went into um, 
uh, some specialty stuff that they kind of gave away or whatever. It was like the first four and then the first two test prints, I think, for yeah. the actual vinyl press. I think the number 226 actually was a special yeah. a special piece that went out, too, because that was the record company they were under when that album came out. So, yeah, everybody was everybody who got theirs was, like, flipping it over. It was like, oh, I got 225. But nobody told them that they kept 226 as a special giveaway, so... Which we all signed up for, but didn't win. I tried. Yeah. How many did you buy? Um, three? I might have bought in three copies of the vinyl. <laughs> mm-hmm. But to be fair, I bought one of them for Andy, and he did pay me back for it. I bought one to listen to, and I bought one that's in the wrapper hanging on my wall. And then, uh, so honestly, though, I only I did buy four, because I did buy the specially autographed one that came out late. <laughs> which is in a special frame hanging on my wall. Mine is so funny because when they released the vinyl, I didn't have a record player. Right. So I'm like on the um, company's website, you know, getting ready to place my pre-order for it. And Jess looks at me, she goes, why do you need vinyl? You don't have a record player. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's flicker stick. Yeah. I don't own this on CD. I'm going to own it on vinyl. <laughs> It is. They put it together. They put it together extremely well, and it, it, the vinyl itself is that clear blue. But the specialty one that I bought, the autograph one, is a totally different vinyl. It's like a light blue swirl. It's, it's, it's freaking gorgeous, man. <laughs> I know. You know, vinyl to me is cool. I love vinyl, but these these ones are extremely special to me. And Probably because I'm a fan going back to a lot like most of the fans out there, um, you know, fell in love with them because they were on Bands on the Run, that VH1 special. Other than that, you know, they were in Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton, Texas area. And, you know, I'd never heard of them until they were on there. But I remember the Gunner band, band practice. Um, you know, it'd be like, oh, it's time for Bands on the Run. We would shut everything down and we'd go watch <laughs> Bands on the Run. And that we did that as a group through the whole entire season. Right down to the finale. I remember sitting in that couch in Craig's basement just watching the finale go. Dude. And then at some point I had to, you know, because we didn't never V, we, we didn't never uh, DVR'd it. Well, we didn't have DVR, but never VHS'd it or recorded it. And I end up finding it on a site somewhere, um, <laughs> and I downloaded it. But the audio and the video was so terrible. But it took me like five days to download it. It was crazy. But I have them all on DVD somewhere. Every once in a while, I'll go back and watch them. But they released them on YouTube now, so you can watch that bands on the run on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you know, this. Flickerstick is my childhood band. Right. You know, me and dad, I think, talked about this at one point. When we were little, that was the main album that was in the car was Welcome Me Home, The Astronauts. I would fall asleep in the car listening to it. I'd wake up and it'd still be on. (laughs) So those songs, you know, they just like mold into your brain and and they're all extremely well written anyway. They, They are. Every time I would get the chance, I'd go over to YouTube and pull up that album and 
the two two six version, right? And just listen to it and enjoy it. And so this whole resurgence has been really fun to watch. Oh, it's and, yeah, it's been amazing to, to like I said, you know, it, you take a Facebook page and it just exploded into what it exploded into. Yeah, it's been amazing. But yeah, um, the two lives that Brandon did, and then he did a third one with Fletcher coming in, and that that came about because Fletcher's wife actually posted video on, on that Facebook page of them rehearsing. And he went out and just started jamming, you know, with them. And so Fletcher's wife puts it on Facebook and freaking Facebook group just went fucking nuts over that. And so, yeah, he did that one live with him and it was really good. I mean, all of them were really, really good. Enjoyed them all. So let's get into, okay. So, they announced the reunion and they announced that the tickets are going to go on sale on this certain Friday and people on the Facebook page could actually buy them on Thursday. But if you were a Citibank card owner, you could buy them on Wednesday. So fortunately for me, I have a Citibank. <laughs> so I'm actually driving down the road at 11 o'clock when they go on sale, punching in all my information on my phone to make sure that I had tickets. And of course, you know, I, I did ask Chico if he wanted to go, but he'd already used up all his vacation time to go to Disney, so he couldn't go with us. But Skyler was in and our buddy Andy was in. So I got three tickets and I thought, yep, that's the shit. But it sold out so quickly. I think it was actually even sold out by the end of Thursday. I think everybody who tried to get tickets on Friday was kind of a hit and miss. I don't know that there was many left. So they actually added a Friday night show. So let's backstep this real quick. Because wasn't there an issue with the the Citibank pre-buy? Because weren't people who... Didn't have a Citibank card able to buy them for that? There was something going on in there, but I know for a fact when I bought mine, it was through through Citibank, and that was part of that was part of my login was was the Citibank card. I'm pretty sure. Like I said, that's been a, that's been a while ago because we held those tickets for quite a while, right? But, um. There was people that found tickets even after, even after that, because they added the they added the Friday night show, which sold out. And then Darian ended up texting me and goes, "Did you know about this?" And I was like, "Yes, I did. I've already got my tickets." And he's like, "Well, I'm going to look into it." I said, "Good luck," because I think they're all sold out. And the next thing I know, he's texting me back, "Yep, got me two tickets." And I'm like, "Well, how did this happen?" <laughs> But I found out he paid quite a bit of money for those tickets, too. I should have just waited. He could have got them off the Facebook group day of. For... Well, yeah. Well, this was after the release. This was after the sellout. This was after all that. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So, we jump in the car at 10 o'clock on a Thursday night, and we drive all night. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is 15 hours for us. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, we are in northern Indiana. And I know that we do this 
podcast as things to do in northern indiana but let me tell you this one's special enough we're gonna take you on a road trip so we go to dallas we get there at what like three o'clock in the afternoon i think we got there just in time to get dialed into our hotel room now we picked a or i picked um the spring hill suite which is actually right downtown dallas which is only two blocks away from the house of blues where they were playing at and you know me, we've done this in the past. I love being close to where I'm at. I don't want to drive, especially in the mm-hmm. big cities. Now, down there, I found that, you know, we talk about Uber and stuff like that. Man, Uber was immensely popular right there in front of the hotel. I mean, you'd, you'd be standing outside and there'd be like two, three Ubers come in, pick somebody up, drop somebody off. It was crazy. Yeah. It's like, wow. But, um, what is that? That's uh, 1907 Lamar Street, Dallas, Texas, 75202. There you go. That was the Spring Hill Street. What did you think of the hotel? Uh, it was just all right. It was definitely um, aged. It was uh, it was an older building, and it, they said they were slowly remodeling it room by room. And But it, it, was, it was comfy. The rooms were nice, and... I mean, the room was extremely comfortable. I mean, you know, we had that whole living area plus the, you know, the back half had the two beds in it or whatever. Obviously, so, it was nice enough to record a podcast. Then, so. <laughs> that is true. We were all set up at the little table and that was pretty cool. The one thing that got me, and I don't know if this is because it was downtown Dallas or what the deal was, but you actually had to use your card to scan in to get into the building. You couldn't just walk into the lobby or anything. You had to have your card to scan in, which come into play for you talk about remodel. There were some guys working on, they were building something on the roof and had to rebuild a wall or something. They wouldn't give them a card. They had to be rung in every time they go out of their truck to get gear or whatever, and which I thought was kind of funny. I think Andy pointed that out. But the rude, the, the rude, the rude, the room was nice. It was spacious. I mean, there was, you know, it was comfortable. I didn't yeah. care much for the TV placement. That was a little odd, but yeah, I mean, it was like there was a wall between where the beds were in the living area, and it came out to the edge of where the the bed was, and then the TV was right there in that walkway. Yeah, it was really mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, basically, if you were sitting in the living room, you take the TV and you spin it. You, yeah. Not that there was a spinner on it. It was on stands, but you just turn it yeah. so you can watch it in there. And then if you were going into bed, you could flip it and watch it in there. That, I'm assuming that's why they put it there. But, you know, it is what it is. But other than that, I was real happy with the place. I mean, it was clean. I didn't feel, you know, just sometimes you go to some of these hotels and you just feel like they're just kind of dirty. And you're like lifting the bed up looking for stuff. I think my biggest complaint was... So you had this really nice living area right as you walked in. And I said there was a kind of like a wall that, and then the beds. And then the bathroom was right there by the beds. Right. I said, man, I wish that was up towards the front of the front of the room. Basically, when Skyler took a shit, you smelled it in the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not me. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, listen, I think you dropped a deucer or two in that place. Yeah, look at it. You, you got yeah the, the facial expression. Attracted. Yeah, a two, a, a deucer two. or two. <laughs> Did it make you cry? Or seven? You know, whatever. 
Well, you know, we did go out. You know, we're in Dallas. We can't just sit in a hotel room and stare out at the. That was the other thing. We did, definitely didn't have a view. Oh no, our our window was like right up against the brick wall yeah, of the building. Next we had to us. no view, but I don't know that that was a bad thing for us because Andy's room was more towards the front, and it overlooked. You know, you could look out and see the see the city a little bit more. But that sun beat through that window, and that was the hottest room. Oh, my God. Even with the air conditioning cranked up, it was still just hot. Yeah. It was not comfortable. No. Yeah. Not comfortable at all. So we get down there on Friday afternoon, and uh, Don and Dan are already there, and which is your, your aunt and uncle, my, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, uh, and Logan. My nephew, your guys' cousin, and his buddy, Matt, who were from the United States Paranormal, they were all there. So we kind of hooked up with them, and then we kind of got situated and decided to, what, it was It was pretty quick right after that, wasn't it? We, we decided to go out maybe an hour after we got there. Yeah, we got in. Andy literally drove 14 hours, what, maybe 13 hours. Yeah, something like that. So he, he got in, and he's like, I'm going to go lay down after passing out in the car and that was weird <laughs> no that whole yeah let's 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 focus in on that right. a second you know because i i he told me i'm a truck driver i can do this standing on my head and i'm like hey I, yeah i believe you and so he drove and drove and drove and drove and then at one point we was about not, about 100 miles out of dallas and he's like i'm tapping out and i'm like okay I mean, we've told you the whole time we would drive with you, drive and, you know, you don't have to drive the whole thing. So he tapped out and I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't three minutes after I started driving, he was snoring over there and just like, <laughs> so yeah, he, he pretty much missed out on a big chunk of actually driving into Dallas cause he was sleeping. But yeah, he gets in, he goes to his room and he lays down and we work it out with Don and Dan. We're going to go out. We're going to, you know, just walk. Because you know how much I love to walk. I love to be right there in the center of everything. See what's going on. Yeah. I want to be able to have a drink and not have to worry about driving somewhere and Ubering. 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 So we head out and we end up at, what was the name of it? We couldn't get Andy. We couldn't get Andy to respond to us. We knocked on the door. We tried calling him. And it's like, well, you know, he's been up all night. He's only had, you know, an hour worth of sleep. So we'll let him crash and we never did hear from him and never did hear from him and we decided to go on out so we ended up what was the name of that first place it was something like something cats or something was it cats it was gators gators that's yeah, right i don't remember the full name of it though I, I don't either but we walked in and sat down and and you you know it's not going to be a good deal when when dan goes to sit in the chair and the fucking chair is broken you're like, um, and I don't know, me and Matt were talking, we were talking audio and, and different stuff like that. And all I know is Logan looks at me and goes, yeah, we're going to go find some other place to eat. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have a beer list on the table. <laughs> the menus they brought us were not anything extravagant. And the pretty much the only alcohol they had was like wine slushies. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, 
if you were into that, that'd be no, great. That was a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so we get up and walk out, and we end up going to a place called Chet's. Yeah, that's right. Chet's is the name of this place. And, you know, they seat us at this booth-style table, and the chairs are like the high-back chairs that are, like, way over your head that you kind of sink into. Like, I... I'm not really here to eat, apparently. I'm just here to sit in this chair <laughs> and drink whiskey and smoke cigars. That was the kind of chair that it reminded you of. Um, I was starving. Man, I was so hungry. And I started leaping through the menu. And, you know, we kind of go around the table. And I ordered I ordered some pasta dish. And let me, the waitress was amazing. She was, she was pretty awesome because she goes, Oh, honey, you don't want that. And I'm like, I don't. She goes, no, that's like watered noodles or something, shit like that. And I'm like, so what do I, okay, what do I want? You know me. I didn't take my readers. So I was like trying to read the fucking menu. And, you know, it was just, it was a massive amount of shit. And she goes, you want the, uh, what was it? The chicken rigatoni. Let me tell you, that was the best. It tasted so good. I damn near licked the bowl clean. <laughs> he did, and then, I mean, it was it was really really good. And the one bite I had of it. Yeah, I gave him one, one bite. bite. Yeah, that was it. That was all I got. Well, I was so I was super concerned with about Andy at this point because we you know we pounded on the door, we text him, we called him, and nothing. So Dad's like, "Are you not getting food?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna wait for when Andy gets up, and I'll just go out and grab something with him." And I wasn't, I wasn't really super hungry at that point either, but. Not me, man. I was hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about it. I mean, the place was, was very nice. It was was very nice. Like you said, the high back chairs were comfy. Um, I don't remember what I got to drink first. Was it? Did you have a beer? Or? No, I got a I got a mixed drink to start, and it came in like a stemmed glass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we kind of teased you about yeah, the like, stemmed glass. That's right. I've never had this drink in a stemmed glass before, is just because they're trying to cheat me out on my liquor a little bit. And then I got a beer, which was really good. It was the Texas Blonde. Oh, you can't go wrong with a Texas Blonde. He's like, "Hello, my name is Carlo. I've been drinking out of this glass." <laughs> <laughs> it was a strong drink, though. I mean, it wasn't. Well, I got a Jack and Coke, except I said, uh, can you upgrade that and put some Johnny Walker in there? And, of course, uh, Brother Dan's like, you don't upgrade from Jack. There is no upgrade from Jack. And I'm like, mm, today there is. <laughs> no. But, yeah, it was an extremely expensive meal, if I do remember correctly. Yeah, I think his uh, rigatoni ended up being like what? 35 bucks something like that it was like 26 and it was it was not a healthy portion (laughs) it was pretty small i don't know man my belly was full and i was pretty happy so it was definitely worth it to me but not that i not that we went back not that i was going to go back and spend that again but at the moment it was perfect and it was delicious so went for it so now yeah like you said skyler's worried about andy so we head back to the we head back to the hotel um, they all kind of split off. Logan and Kayla and Matt went one direction. Don Dan went with another direction. And uh, we tried calling 
We ended up, uh, did we beat on the door till he woke up or I can't remember what happened. Well, you, um, so we got back to the hotel. You were like, I'm tired. I didn't sleep much last night. I just kind of want to lay down for a little bit. I was like, okay. So I went back to the hotel room and just kind of got my bearings for a minute. And then I was going to head back out and go meet up with Don and Dan. And about 10 minutes later, he looks at me and goes, screw it. I'll go with you. <laughs> so as we're getting ready to go out, I text on. I was like, hey, where are you guys at? And they went down to that whiskey bar or whatever. It right. Was at, yeah. That was super packed when we walked by it originally. So we walked down to Andy's room and started banging on the door. And he finally answered. And he looked like death. <laughs> yep. Well, his sugar dropped. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, we didn't eat properly on the drive down and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, there was a chance that we could have not brought Andy back with us. We could have killed our guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he pulled through. It's all good. We, <laughs> but we did have to almost carry him down to we, – we took him out – by the time we got out, uh, Don and Dan are pretty much finished up with where they were at, and and uh, so we ended up going to Hooters because that was pretty much like the only place that was close, and we damn near had to carry him down there. Yeah, but uh, he got some food in him, and and we had a few beers down there, and and uh, then we made our way back to the hotel room. First time out of Hooters, by the way. I like Hooters. The fish and chips is really good. I was still full. I just drank, so I was happy. <laughs> well, he sort of drank. Game. He drank half his oh, beer and then shit. looked down, and there was a fly in it. I forgot about the fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't drink anymore after that. I just that'll that'll do it in for you. But I don't know if it's after nine or ten. They do half price apps, and their apps are really good. Yeah, what did we have? We had the kids did chicken of some sort, didn't you? You do chicken, Andy do fish. I don't. No, remember. we both did the fish and chips, but I don't remember what. Oh, he did the pretzel bites. Oh, pretzel yeah, those bites. were really good. I yeah. did have some of those. So we ended up coming back to the hotel room, and then everybody can. Well, Andy went back to his room. Everybody converged into into our room where we shot where we shot the podcast for uh, the Dallas Biller Chiller. Chiller filler. The chiller filler. What did I say? Filler chiller. The chiller filler. <laughs> Sorry, Logan. Hitching idiot. <laughs> 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 wow! Come on, guys. So, uh, yeah, so we get up uh, Saturday and everybody else takes off because, you know, they came to visit and and, uh, they were heading back on their long trek back to Beaumont and uh, someplace in Louisiana. Sorry, Dawn, I have no idea what the name of the town is. (laughs) I remember off the top of my head. But um, so we were like left with dead space. So Andy's like, well, I'm going back to my room to relax. Um, We kind of hung out there and then we decided what we're going to do. We decided to go to... The Dallas Aquarium. That's right. You can literally walk out of the front door of the hotel, walk across the parking lot, and you were at the front door of the aquarium. Nice. Or, as I like to call it, the zoo. It was a zoo. <laughs> so we did that for, oh man, we were there for several hours. Oh yeah. It, it, I loved it. I mean, um, as you're walking into this place, they had the um, shoehorn... Uh, oh gosh, I can't even think of what it's called. It's like a giant stork with the big beak that hangs down. And it was just standing right there staring at everybody as you were walking in. 
<laughs> and that was, I mean, that's terrifying, terrifying burn. But. All I know is in all my trips to zoos and aquariums, I have never seen animals shit as much as the <laughs> animals in that place shit. I understand that we're looking at flamingos. Oh, shit. <laughs> I go down and look at the penguins. Shit. I'm like, good guy. And, and, the, and they don't, like, it's not like little turds. It's like this running freaking faucet <laughs> on both of them. It's like, it's like, dang. And, you know, just every time we turn around, somebody's shitting in their cage. I'm like, come on. So my favorite part of the entire aquarium trip is we're on, it's, it's layered. So you walk in and you start on the third layer and then you work your way back down. So we're on the second layer on this bridge that crosses over the gator pit and there's just this like bird alcove. And your father turns around <laughs> and starts talking to one of the birds for 10 minutes and we stood there and he's like, why are you looking at me? What you doing? You going to poop too? <laughs> and, and he did. He did poop. But that bird sat there. And just stared at him the entire we time. We had a connection. <laughs> I guess. It was a great connection. What kind of bird was it? Do I don't know? know, but I got video if you want to see it. Somewhere. I think I shot video of me talking to that bird. That was fun. But no, if if you ever if ever in downtown Dallas, the Dallas Aquarium is a nice, really nice place to go. It's, it's an interesting setup because I think it was five levels. I think he went up and then it just kind of rotated around. Yeah, it was. Circled. It it spiraled down. It was yeah. super strange, but I mean, it was it flowed really well, um, save for the the penguin the, exhibit, and that yeah. was kind of was kind of fucked up because we we wanted to see the penguins, but we should have went out to see the penguins first and then came back. But we ended up walking through the rest of the aquarium and then had to cut back through to go back and see the penguins. Yeah. But other than that, I thought it was, a, it was great. I loved it. I thought it was really cool. And and uh, I'd definitely go back there if it was in Dallas again one more time. Yeah. So we did that. Went back and relaxed once again. Had to beat down the damn door. No, actually, no. We end up stealing Andy's key card, his second key card, yeah. because we were concerned about him. Went and beat on the door, no answer. Went in, yep, out like a light in his bed. Hmm. Had to shake him away. Shake him away. (laughs) But we packed it up, went down to the House of Blues. Like I said, it was only like two blocks away. And uh, we waited because the doors opened at 7 Dallas time. So we waited because it was so hot. I can't even describe how flippin' hot it was in Dallas. Just, I mean, just the humidity was was absolutely terrible. You'd walk out and it hit you like in the face, like you just got smacked with a brick wall. So we waited because we didn't want to wait in line. So we go in, and as I'm walking in, I see him. There's Darian going in the first wave. <laughs> what what did I? I wrote it down. I wrote it down because. At first, you had to go through. I guess he was going through the second wave. The first was the ID check, because it's a twenty-one and over facility. Yeah. So first, you had to go through the ID check, and then you went through the metal detectors. You know, then you had to remove everything. Thank God I didn't have to remove my belt. I hate doing that shit <laughs> in the middle of a crowd where you're like taking your belt off and then trying to put it back on. Um, and then you went down and then had to go through your ticket scan in. It was, it was insane how much security was there. 
but I saw him going through the metal detectors. So by the time I gotten up there, he'd already text. He was texting me. He was like, where are you at? I go, I'm right behind you. <laughs> so by the time we actually entered the bar, he was standing there waiting on us. So Darian and his friend Shane had driven down from uh, Minnesota, 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 and uh, to, to the show. And they stayed with some friends. We never did catch up with them at any other given point in the whole weekend that we or they were there. But we hung out with them. So um, Andy picked the worst spot in the <laughs> world to stand. Uh, I didn't want to stand there. To me, it was too far away. I went with Darian and Shane. I tried to convince your brother to come with me. It's like, come on. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay here with Andy. I like, w- it was right beside the bar. The show, the Cutthroat Finches were, were playing. Yep, Cutthroat Finches was the name of the opening act. Right. I want to bring that up. Um, so I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to hang out here. I'm going to drink my beer, probably get another one, and then I'll, I'll come find you. So, so I, we went down, and I don't know, man. It was almost like the perfect spot. We were maybe four rows back of people from the stage. Um, Cutthroat Finches was playing. I went down to watch them. I actually went back. And by now, Skyler's by himself. No, wait, Andy was, I don't even remember. No, you guys were together. You guys were together there. Because I said, I said, come on down. I need you to come on down. And he's like, no, I'm going to hang out here. And I'm like, okay, no, that's, you know. So I went back down to uh, where the spot was at. And, And then I was just in awe for the rest of the night. The boys come out, did their whole, they did the whole um, uh, uh, Willy Wonka opening because that's Brandon's thing. He likes to finish his shows by playing the Willy Wonka song. So they're playing where he's in the the imagination. The Gene Wilder version. The Gene Wilder version, yeah. And it was funny because you can tell Darian's a fan. Shane had no idea what he was coming in for. He, you know, they might have listened to a few songs on the way down. I have no idea. But all I can hear is Shane is lean over to Darian going, I'm so confused. (laughs) (laughs) But the boys took the stage and they were absolutely fucking amazing. Brandon has never sounded better. I don't even know. I mean, I've seen him five times up to this point. I've seen him three times in Indy, four times in it, four times in Indy, and one time in Valparaiso. Um, I think it was three times at Birdies. I was actually there the night the first the first time I seen him. I was actually there the night they signed their record contract with. Uh, is it Sony or Epic? I can't remember which one. I think exactly. it was Epic. When they signed, apparently they signed their contract on the pool table in the back room. That was the night that I was there. I went again with with Billy, um, and then the third time at the pat uh, at um, wasn't the patio um, at Birdies. That was Birdies. Uh, I went with Brad Hargrave, and then me and Donnie went and seen him with Billy and Melissa at the patio, and then I also saw him in Valparaiso with uh, Billy, Melissa, Tina your mom and me 
So I seen him five times, and I'm telling you, man, it's like he didn't lose a step. He sounded, Brandon sounded amazing. Everything was on. The guys were on. Oh, and they played for three hours. Three hours. Solid. Who does that? Not too many people. Oh, my God. That's pretty awesome. Oh, man. they The whole show, they killed it. I mean... I think Brandon might have been having a little issues at the very the very beginning because he was, like, waving off to the side of the stage, and he looked kind of... Perturbed? Perturbed. Yeah. But, yeah, the sound was there. They, everybody was amazing. Uh, so we get, a, we, get, we get the five original members. Dominic's there. Rex is there. Um, Corey, Fletcher, and Brandon. So we get... We get the five original members. They've got a girl and a guy kind of sitting back in the um, back behind the. Well, they got two drum sets set up, so they got the guy and a girl set back over here. Dom Dom plays. I don't know. He probably played for the first hour or so, and then uh, the other drummer come out. I'm drawing a blank. Do you remember what his name is? Todd, right? Todd. That's right. Thank you. He comes out and plays several songs, and then they switch. So they made an announcement a few days before the reunion show. Rex and Brandon are going to take the new cast, which includes Todd, who was a drummer who took over for Dominic he years was, ago. He was part of V2. Yeah. And uh, you're going to get V3, version 3 of Flicker Stick. And they're actually in the studio right now working on new music, and they're actually going to go out on tour. And they did announce a show in Oklahoma City um, sometime here within the next couple months, I do believe. But yeah, Flicker Stick is back. The best part of this whole scenario, I mean, the best part would be that the original five are going to get back together and go tour. But Corey is actually in working in studio with the new band and doing some writing and stuff like that. And I think it's super exciting for all the Flicker Stick fans out there that he's going to be a part of that. Because, you know, he was such a big instrument in writing the first couple albums and, and, you know, so on and so forth. So that being said, he's not he's not he's not part of the touring group of Flickerstick version. I'm not even sure he's actually playing on the album. I think he's just there to help write and and produce. That would be my understanding. The the two people who were backed by the drum sets, um, Bo. <laughs> Sorry, Bo. He's so Bo. excited. He's smacking things. Bo and I don't. I don't know how to say her name properly. Uh, Give it a shot. All the Flicker Stick fans will come after you. Yeah, they really will. Uh, Fatima. Sure, sounds good. Fatima. It's F A T I M A. From what I remember off the top of my head, right. I don't have that in front of me. Um, but they're, yeah, they're, they're off. She's doing backup vocals because they, they needed a female presence on the, for the backups. Because if you ever listen to Flicker Stick, all of their tracks have that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just almost like a staple. Mm -hmm. And then Bo was just, I assume he was playing guitar. Yeah, 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 definitely. He was, he was back there playing guitar, but they were just kind of hanging out back. And then when it's there and then halfway through the show, 
V3 version come out and played. They did, did they or did they not do one of their new songs or something they've been working on? I believe they did. Yeah. Um, I might have been a little toasty for that point. <laughs> yeah, he never made it down to me in the middle of the in the middle of the crowd, which I still say is ten times better placement than up there by that bar. I walked back it's... up there halfway through the show to come get you, and you were gone, and I stood there for like. 15 seconds and said fuck this i'm going back down where darian's at and i walked back down to the so it's super funny because he's like well you weren't there i was like yeah probably because i was right up in front of rex or at that point i might have been right up in front of Corey. (laughs) (laughs) i never made it dead center stage in front of brandon but i made my way around that whole he did that whole place he did um yeah, I still say I had the I had the best spot though. I'm not gonna lie, it was I had the whole perspective right there in front of me. Amazing, amazing show. Um, I don't think I can emphasize enough about the emotions on this stage. You want to touch on that? Look, so my favorite song by Flickerstick is called "Execution" by Christmas Lights. It's just it's. Uh, real mellow and you know last year for Christmas I got dad the handwritten sheet from Brandon that yeah thank you Brandon thank you Skyler <laughs> <laughs> and Corey comes out and Brandon's sitting down at his keyboard and he's like you know me and me and Brandon wrote this 18 years ago or 20 whatever and he's you can tell he's crying and he's like you know, Brandon's my brother, and this is probably the last time I'm ever going to get to play this song on a stage with him. And at that point, I'm like, no, <laughs> don't do this to me. I'm having a good night. <laughs> and they play your favorite song, and, and you then were probably crying. Weren't you? I was I was a little uh, teary-eyed. I don't know that I actually shed the tear, but... They... I, was, I, I was teary-eyed, too, definitely, for sure. I mean, just... I, I can't explain... Corey's emotions through that whole I mean he he's so uh he was so up when he were when they were first got going definitely you know there to play and have a good time and as the night winded down especially at this being the second show you can tell you could see it on his face and you could tell by the way he was playing that it was really starting to really weigh heavy on him that this is it this is you know that all the build up for these two shows is now just the release of it is over. And, and he did Brandon come out and brought the Norg out and played the, played a couple songs of piano, including execution and Corey come out and played with him. And when they were done, he just walked over, Corey walked over and they just, they just hugged in the middle of the stage. It was, it wasn't like, you know, yo bro, you know, that was really awesome. No, this was, this was that hug that you know you could tell they were just both breaking down at right. that point, and it was, it was. I don't you know as as a longtime fan, you know, I was emotional watching it. Um, I also felt bad that Brandon knocked over the mic stand. <laughs> I was like, oh, he knocked over the mic stand. Hope somebody gets that. Oh, this is you know, but it was, you know, it was great to have that, and you could tell, you know, that they 
really do care about each other and and you know that meant a lot to both of them um the original band the original band comes back out does a couple more songs and then they are completely immersed in both v v1 2 and 3 you know uh todd and dominic both on the drums doing uh direct line to the telepathic and there ain't nothing in the world that'll ever beat that fucking drum fill and they fucking nailed it both of them at the exact same time and it's just so powerful oh i i just I, i don't know that my listeners understand how much I enjoyed this entire show. <laughs> you know, I've been to concerts where you're like, you listen to them for, you know, an hour or whatever, and then you're like, uh, I'm kind of done. I'm ready to go home. And just, eh. I stood there for three hours and I did not ever want it to end. They could have played for another two hours and I'd have been happy standing right there. I was so into it and just so happy to be there. And it made, it made that drive completely worth it 100 percent. and if they would say hey we're gonna do one more i'd be back down there again tomorrow i'd jump in and away i go oh i'm i'm right there with you yeah. i'm not gonna lie seeing them in dallas on their on their home turf yeah. and they brought an energy to that saturday show like i've never felt at a concert before and they they killed it. I don't think there was a dry eye in that place no. during execution or direct line. Um, yeah, I will. I would make the fifteen-hour drive for another one-night show for another another original five. Yep, yep, for sure. Even maybe not even the original five. You know, V three or. But I'm glad I got to experience all three of them in one night. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, it kind of kind of adds a little something, something, you know. To it took me so many years to get all those. You got them all in one night. Yeah, oh, what the hell? Because <laughs> you got to remember, Flicker Stick, Flicker Stick broke up eighteen years ago. I was eleven. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get that joy of getting to go down to Birdies or the patio uh-huh. or Valparaiso to see him. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was there was some great times, and the opening acts were always really good. And once again, cut Cutthroat Finches, what an amazing opening act! Oh I mean, yeah, that's, that was great. They were awesome. So if you get a chance to check them out on Spotify. They just got a kind of that old folky rock sound or whatever. They just were really really good. But yeah, I, I can never say enough of how much I enjoyed that show, and I was so happy to be there. Um. Of course, you know, I, I I bought T-shirts while we were there. I have since ordered this special poster that was uh, associated with the show that we were at because they had two nights, two different posters for each night. Um, uh, I bought some stuff from the girl from Flicker Swag, you know, the, uh, the, the, um, the bracelets and stuff like that, which I think I wore at the wedding I did. For Tom and Laura's wedding, yep. I did a couple of weeks ago. I wore my my Flicker swag, and uh, yeah, she done a great job. The stuff was awesome. She's she's easy to work with. So if you ever decide to order something off of her, she's super nice and super easy to work with, and definitely recommend it because it's it's really good, really good stuff. 
um, yeah, I, the love for that band has never died in the last 20 years. I still listen to them almost every day, whether I'm listening to the whole album or whether it's just some songs that are in my playlist, you know, I listen to flicker stick every day for the last 20 years. So this to me was super special that I got a chance to see the original five one last time. And I'm glad you went with me. I wish you'd have went with us. I, I understand the circumstances behind it. Yeah. You could have been, you know, asleep, you know, you and your brother are sleeping in the back seat together. <laughs> oh God, I'd have been, I'd have been bar hopping with Don and Dan that whole weekend. Yeah, they yeah. Were there. <laughs> we tried, we just, it just wasn't, it just didn't kind of work out. I mean, yeah. it was like, I was tired and I thought I was going to just crash. And then I was like, I got that second urge or burst of energy he'd actually left left the room and i texted him i said i changed my mind come back and get me <laughs> yeah i was down at andy's door beating on it when he texted me hey come back i'll go um yeah i'm super sad we didn't get to spend more time with don and dan and yeah and logan and matt and kayla was there um they took off pretty pretty quickly pretty, saturday pretty early morning. saturday morning but but to to be to be fair, I mean, every we had originally talked about doing that podcast Saturday morning, and I ended up texting Logan. I was like, "Let's just do that podcast tonight." I said, "I'm wide awake. Let's get let's let's do this thing." So him and Matt come down with Kayla, and Don and Dan come down, and we kind of got that whole room just kind of doing. And be, if you get a chance to listen to it, you can kind of hear um, us talking to Don and Dan back behind you know behind yeah, the scenes how many, many f-bombs logan can drop it oh my god yeah. that was the funniest thing ever dan blowing logan shit at the beginning of the night before we started recording about how many times are you going to say the f word in this episode and him trying so hard not to say yeah, yeah. it was it was like a strain on his face he would say something and be like i didn't say it now did i <laughs> And then two minutes later, he'd drop it, and he'd just look over at him. Yeah. Of course, Dan was asleep yeah, on the couch that, at Dan, that point. Yeah, Dan passed out, was was sleeping over on the couch. But, um, yeah, it was great to hang out with him. And, and I, I, I'm really hoping to get back down there for their next live at Poor Brothers Brewery. Uh, the plan is to go. Uh, there's a new monkey wrench in my plan. It's called hospital inventory, and they're like, "Well, she's like, I I may need you for that," and I'm like, "For what?" And she's like, "No, I might need you." So instead of leaving Thursday, I mean, I'm leaving like late Friday, and I don't know that would you know how that is? That's a long drive. That could be way killer. I don't know if I can be able to do it. So right, I gotta evaluate everything, and so. Yeah, I'm not sure fun. if I'm going to make it just yet. I want to be there so bad. I enjoy working with with those three guys and and uh, you know keep my keep my fingers crossed we get it worked out. But um, I do want to say we're kind of. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, just just go check out Flicker Stick. Uh, you know, you find them on Spotify. My fa- one of my favorite albums of all time, if not my favorite, is Welcoming Home the Astronauts. Like you said, I grew up with that album. It's it's just been a huge impact on me musically as a musician, and 
I've enjoyed showing it to my son and him constantly like, hey, let's listen to some Flicker Stick. Right or on. when it comes on on my playlist, he's like, yeah, Flicker Stick. <laughs> and, you know, it, it just brings that little bit of happiness into my into my heart. Right, right. That I can pass that on to him too. So, and I got the I have the same background with Flicker Stick that you do. You know, Welcome Home the Astronauts is that album that we listen to all the time, and I still listen to it all the time. And if I'm not listening to my Spotify, I go to pull up my Spotify, and Dad's listening to it on my <laughs> Spotify. So, I mean, there's yeah, it's that is a great album. Tarantula is a great album. Um, I love all their music. See, I think Direct Line is probably one of my favorite songs. I really do. Um, it's really hard for me to pick a song that's my favorite. Uh, you know, if you were standing beside me or listened to any of my Snapchats that I took, <laughs> I sang every word of every song yeah. except like that new one. There was like one or two that I was like, oh, I don't know that one. But I sang along with every song. I didn't realize how much out of key I was until you listen to the video back. And I'm like, oh, God. But, you know, I I have performed uh, Beautiful and Chloroform for years. Um, I've also done uh, uh, Execution. And if you listen to the, uh, um, the Catastrophe album, they do a version where they start with execution and finish with direct line. Right. We actually worked that up at one point early on in, in the whole, um, guilt for era. And we used to do that where I would actually start to show with execution and direct line. Um, you know, I've tinkered with, uh, <laughs> say this, like this. I've tinkered with Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Great song. Um, you know, vocally, I, I'm i not like I was before. Beautiful used to be a lot easier to, to sing than it is now. Coke, I never have gotten it to that range that Brandon's in. I just uh, I don't have the, the strong vocals. And, and right now, I definitely don't have strong vocals. I am so rusty. Um, but, yeah, I like I said, I, I hope that... They, I hope that they understand what they did meant a lot to fans like me who have, I know that I'm not like the early fan who went and seen them at some of these, you know, dive bars in Dallas long before they got on the VH1 show. You know, I didn't, I, if I'd have known them, I probably would have went and seen them down there, but they mean so much to me over all these years that I don't know that I could pick my favorite song, but there's a couple like uh, Blue and The Tourist and and uh, Pistol in My Hand. You know, just, there's a couple of them like that that, you know, are not necessarily as big, but... Talk show host. Talk show host. Uh, hey, when the drugs wear off, once again, we're calling this episode Hotel Hallway, Dallas, Texas, 3 a.m., which is the one thing I forgot to do. I was going to take a picture of the hallway at 3 a.m. <laughs> I I meant to set an alarm Saturday night to get up at 3 a.m. and pull him out of bed and make him go lay in the hallway. <laughs> um, I was so tired and still <laughs> a little <Really>? drunk. <laughs> at the end of the show, I'm sitting in the back where we'd originally started. And I 
they started playing direct line. I just closed my eyes. And you know that drunk sway once yep. you once you get to that point where you're buzzing really well. And I can just feel that and I'm vibing and I open my eyes and it's like, yeah, this this has been incredible. Yeah. It was just one of the best concert experiences I've ever had. Nice. I agree. I agree. If 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 not the best that I've had because um, you had it all. You had the screens. You had the the music that you love. You had it being performed amazingly. And, uh, yeah, it was just, I couldn't have asked for anything more as far as a reunion show. I mean, it was just unbelievable. So, Brandon, Corey, Rex, Fletcher, Dom, if you ever hear this podcast, thank you. I love you guys. As if I knew who you, as if I knew you in person. Um, and thank you so much. And, and hopefully B3 will come around back into Indiana so we can get a chance to go see him. I'll be right there with you. All right. You heard it here. He's going. How far will you drive? How far will you drive? How far will you drive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievably amazing. Uh, I don't, I, yeah. I'm, Take us out of here. <laughs> yeah, the, just just keep in mind, guys. The the next couple episodes are going to be a little a little different. You yeah. know, Dallas isn't Northern Indiana. Um, for our next recorded episode, we're doing a vacation where a vacation episode where we might not be in Indiana, but no, we're going to be in Florida. We're going to be in Illinois, and we're going to be in Indiana. That's right. So. so. Yeah. We will get back to our regularly scheduled content here in a, a few weeks yeah. when we get back to kind of more local stuff. But yeah. we really wanted to talk about this and just convey how much that this band means to us. And Yeah. 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 They, they mean the world to me. You know that. Yeah. You guys did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. That <laughs> means a lot. Oh, and then we drove 15 hours home. There you go. Then yeah. done. <laughs> Great conversation with Andy on the way back. I He's just sat dude. in the back and what did I do? I threw headphones on and just listened to probably the call guys. Those freaking call guys. I did. I did listen to the call guys because they come on at eleven o'clock that night and and I listened to the call guys on my way home. On the way down, I listened to Murder Nerds, so it was it was crazy. All this content that you have is just great for car rides. <laughs> That's the best place to listen to it. I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I think we talked about it in the Dallas, the Dallas episode where everybody kind of that's their that's their place to listen to when they're in the car. You know, yeah. Logan mm-hmm. does it if he's got to travel for work. I do it when I travel for work. You get, you know, thirty minutes of the call, guys. <laughs> Your way to work. <laughs> that's one of my my favorite things. Is I can almost guarantee that when i pull into work you guys are just starting to talk about the topic of the episode (laughs) and i love it i mean you know you guys yeah you guys are pretty good well i've said colton i've said it before (laughs) hey colton (laughs) (laughs) love you buddy I can't wait for you guys to get this worked out where you're on the episode of The Call Guys. The Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the Royal Rumble. 
need to get that worked out because that's going to be one of those episodes I listen to over and over again and laugh my ass off. <laughs> one of those I'm going to be kicking back and like... Yeah, either I'm going to be laughing one. or I'm going to be cringing. So, <laughs> you know, it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everybody, thanks for listening to the Golden Image Podcast. You can find us where we get your podcast, whether it be Spotify, 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 Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash golden image podcast. And I think, are we on other social medias yet, or are we just on the on the Facebook? We're just on the Facebook, but I've been sharing a lot of stuff on uh, Golden um, Mojo Music Instagram. and. Okay. In, in that I'm, I'm I'm branching out I need to I need to sit down and really really start pushing it out every every day mm-hmm. you know we do we do we have call guys on Monday we have um, Indiana Chiefs fans on Tuesday Wednesday we have uh, United States Paranormal Thursday is Golden Image Podcast and Friday is the Murder Nerds and I need to push that out every day so you're going to start seeing a lot more. I'm going to really start pushing out a lot more social media stuff. Nice. Yeah, go check us out. Go check out all of our episodes and what we talk about in Indiana and everything you can do here. Like Skylar said, these next couple episodes, this episode, the next episode, are going to be a little different. So hopefully you enjoy that too. Yeah. And you can also go check out all the other podcasts under the Golden Mojo Entertainment umbrella, The Call Guys, Facebook.com slash The Call Guys Pod, Murder Nerds, Facebook.com slash Murd Nerds, uh, Tusop, Facebook.com slash United States of Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs fans, Facebook.com slash IN Chiefs fans pod. Hey, Phil. Hey, Phil. Don't you ever talk bad about Russell Wilson again. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, a couple shout outs. Uh, congratulations, United States of Paranormal. They reached their 10,000, they're over their 10,000 uh, viewer mark. Uh, 10,000 views on there on just 19 episodes. So congratulations to them. They worked very hard for that. So very impressive. Um, also, uh, coming up September 17th, we will be a part of the Families Helping Families Benefit down in Rochester. Uh, you know, of course, that is a very near and dear to our heart um, benefit. So we will not be performing this year. Uh, John the Revelator is going to be there, so it's a one band, one band deal for this year. Um, looking forward to that. But if you get a chance, uh, we're going to start. We're going to do a Facebook Live on uh, September 9th um, with John the Revelator here at the Golden Mojo Entertainment Complex. They're going to come in and and do a show with us. So uh, it should be exciting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, go help, go have a great cause, guys. Uh, our buddy Andy's wife runs runs this benefit benefit, and she does a fantastic job. Um, super sad we're not going to be able to perform this year, but go go help her out. Old Golden, J- Old Golden Jay's a little rusty. We all are. <laughs> um, is it still a pack of diapers, pack, or of, diaper. pack of wipes, or yep. whatever? Pack you get of formula, in, so. okay, yeah, whatever you want to bring. That's the entry fee and. And, uh, yeah, um, I, I'm not sure of the times I'll have all that stuff when we get a little bit closer, but uh, this episode's going to be coming out, um, before that. So I just want to make sure that we get a start on promoting it and 
do the best we can there. So yeah, anyways, check it out. Uh, September 17th, um, the Rock Solid Church in Rochester. And uh, just be prepared for more information getting pushed out on social media. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Awesome. And if Flickerstick, the boys from Flickerstick ever hear this podcast, give us a shout. Golden, what is it? Golden Mojo ENT at gmail.com. It's way too many email addresses, but give us a shout out or hit us up on Facebook. Yep. Facebook.com slash Golden Image Podcast. There you go. Let us know if we did you, if we did you justice or we just pawn over you like <laughs> teenage fangirls. All right, Definitely guys. More the second one. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. All right, guys. We're out of here. Until uh, until next time, rock on. Oh, I finally got a crap this game. Rock on!